Salesforce to acquire Slack for $27.7 billion. The move ends Slack's run as an independent publicly traded company. Salesforce said on Tuesday that it would buy the workplace software company Slack for $27.7 billion in cash and stock. The latest in a wave of deals as the coronavirus pandemic boosts demand for tools that enable people to work remotely. If completed, the acquisition will end Slack's brief run as an independent publicly traded company, and it went public in the mid-2019. And cap an acquisitive streak by Salesforce with its largest deal since it was founded 21 years ago. The deal is the biggest bet among a recent spate of acquisitions made by tech companies to capitalize on the shift to remote work. Adobe said last month that it planned to acquire the workforce management software company Workfront for $1.5 billion, and in July, Atlassian, which sells tools for developers in project management, said it would buy the enterprise services business Mindville for an undisclosed amount. Other firms focus on workplace collaboration products, including Airtable, Asana, Box, DocuSign, Dropbox, and Smartsheet may also be potential targets as highly valued software companies look to row up the fragmented market for collaboration tools. The Salesforce deal for Slack shows how competitive the software market has become, said Logan Perk, a senior analyst with financial advisory firm Edward Jones. Without a game-changing product and a lot of capital, he said you're going to get swallowed up or you're going to fail. Shareholders will get 26 0.79, basically $26.79 in cash and 0.0776 shares of Salesforce stock in exchange for each share of Slack, according to Tuesday's deal announcement. Salesforce said it planned to incorporate Slack's communication software into every aspect of its cloud software offerings. Mark Benoif, the chief executive of Salesforce, was effusive about the combination calling it a match made in heaven. In a conference call, he said that Stuart Butterfield, Slack's chief executive, and Brett Taylor, Salesforce president, had presented him with the deal. Slack's trajectory reminded him of Salesforce's, Mr. Pinoy said, and he marveled at the possibilities of combining the two companies, data and tools. My eyes lit up, he said, this is our ultimate vision. Mr. Taylor said the pandemic had fundamentally shifted consumer behavior in the way people work. Buying Slack would help Salesforce's customers make the digital transformation, he said. Roughly 90% of Slack's enterprise customers also use Salesforce. Mr. Butterfield will continue leading Slack, which will become an operating unit of Salesforce. Slack which was founded in 2010 by Mr. Butterfield, grew quickly and previously attracted and rejected takeover offers from the likes of Google, Microsoft, and Amazon. Its valuation was about $19.5 billion when it went public last year, but its shares later sank. Demand for Slack's products, which allow people to communicate and collaborate with one another, has increased as people work from home during the pandemic. 
Well, the company said in September that revenue rose 49% of $216 million in the three months ending in July, and that the pandemic had created a significant increase in demand and usage of Slack. It also said it did not expect that rise to continue. Layoffs, as some of its customers have uh, hurt its business, the company said. On Tuesday, Slack reported that revenue grew 39% in the three months ending with October. And at the same time, Slack has faced increasing competitive pressure for Microsoft Teams. Microsoft's collaboration product reported 115 million daily users in October, up 50% from April, and Slack has not provided an update on the 12 million daily users it reported a year ago. In July, Slack filed a complaint against Microsoft with the European Commission, claiming Microsoft had unfairly bundled Teams with its suite of Microsoft Office work products. Microsoft has offered the software alongside Office since Teams was released in 2017. When you're a scrappy startup going against an 800-pound gorilla, that's one of the most well-capitalized companies in existence. It's tough to compete, Mr. Perk said of Slack. This is more or less saying we can't compete with Microsoft Teams anymore. We need more firepower. This year, Slack shares were up roughly 25%, though they remained below the level of the company's public market debut. Before news of a deal with Salesforce broke last week, since the news, Slack's value has risen to more than $25 billion. Salesforce, which provides marketing and sales software, among other products, has been highly acquisitive as it looks to grow. Under Mr. Benoif, Salesforce has brought at least 60 companies, including 27 in the last five years, according to the S&P Capital IQ. Salesforce stock has climbed nearly 40% this year, valuing the company at $220 billion. On Tuesday, it said its revenue rose 20% to $5.24 billion in the three months ending with October. And in February, Salesforce paid $1.3 billion for Velocity, a mobile software provider, and last year it bought Tableau, a data analytics provider for $15.3 billion. In 2018, it bought MuleSoft, a data integration company, for $6.5 billion. And in 2016, it bought Demandware, an e-commerce software maker, for $2.8 billion. And it also invested $250 million in the data warehousing company, Snowflake, just before it went public in September. Salesforce has had its own work collaboration product called Chatter since 2010. Chatter has had limited, re, uh, limited traction according to a Goldman Sachs report last week that touted the strategic merit of Salesforce buying Slack. In August, Mr. Benoit told analysts that Salesforce was not seeking acquisitions, implying that valuations were too high. We're not in a good M&A environment, he said, referring to mergers and acquisitions. I just don't see it. He added, maybe things could change. And in September, Mark Hawkins, Salesforce chief financial officer, told analysts that the company would continue to be opportunistic with respect to deals. And on Tuesday, Mr. Butterfield tweeted that Slack would remain an independent and open platform 
and said its mission had not changed. And Elon Musk, Tesla is open to merging with other automakers after valuation surged to record high. So Elon Musk made a new comment about being open to discuss a merger between Tesla and other automakers. The comment is interesting in the context that Tesla is now the world's most valuable automaker by a wide margin, and the industry is in the middle of an extremely disruptive transition. While Tesla was never a subsidiary of another automaker, it did have partnerships with established automakers in the past. Toyota and Daimler both used to be large investors in the California-based automaker, and Tesla used to produce electric powertrains for them. Those supply programs were phased out during the first half of the 2010s. And in 2014, Daimler sold a stake in the electric automaker and Toyota did the same in 2017. Since then, Tesla hadn't had any kind of partnership with other automakers other than selling them regulatory credits. Over the last few years, Tesla's valuation had surged and over the last few months, it rapidly surpassed all other automakers to what is now a valuation of over a half trillion dollars. Today, CEO Elon Musk received an Axel Springer Award in Germany, and during an interview with CEO Matthias Doppner, he was asked if it was a serious option to buy an existing automaker. Musk answered, We are definitely not going to launch a hostile takeover, but if somebody said it would be a good idea to merge with Tesla, we would have this conversation. The CEO didn't disclose any ongoing discussion about any merger or acquisition. Tesla has engaged in many acquisitions in recent years, but most of them were related to manufacturing technology and talent. And you can also get a free McRib for shaving your beard. We may be a society understandably prone to skepticism and negativity right now, but fear not. Help is on the way. In the form of a restructured boneless pork patty covered in sauce and served with pickles and onions on an oval-shaped bun. That's right, the McRib has made its triumphant return to McDonald's, and this year it won't be one of those at-participating-locations-only situations. For the first time in nearly 10 years, the beloved meat sandwich will be available at all 14,400 McDonald's restaurants in the United States, and you can get one for free if you're willing to work for it. Yes, as if the McRibs Brigadoon-like reemergence from McMiss wasn't cause enough for celebration by McRib enthusiasts, the chain is also giving away 10,000 free sandwiches tomorrow for its official roll-up. Also, facial hair is involved. Here's how to get your soon-to-be sauce-covered hands on one of those iconic fast food items for free. To mark the triumphant return of the McRib, as well as the end of a no-shave November, McDonald's is giving away free McRib sandwiches tomorrow at the first 10,000 people who post a photo of their clean-shaven face on their public social media profile with the hashtag ShaveForMcRibSweepstakes and tag McDonald's. And no, posting it on your stories doesn't count. The lucky winners don't even have to leave their home to claim their prize, and their McRib will be delivered in the form of a $15 credit for Uber Eats, which can be redeemed for a McRib or other item via McDelivery on Uber Eats. So why the shaving part? According to a release from McDonald's, it's part of an effort to raise awareness of No Shave November and the cancer research that is funded through the yearly fundraising campaign. 
But why shaving and the McRib? Our bearded fans know facial hair and the McRib just don't mix. Believe me, I've tried, said David Tovar, McDonald's Vice President of U.S. Communications, in a statement. And sure, but that seems like a great way to alienate a significant chunk of the McRib fan base. And don't worry if you do not sprout facial hair. Getting rid of a beard isn't the only way to enter. You can post a photo of your face post-shave or after a relaxing facial mask, the skincare product, not the controversial public health measure. So really, anyone can enter. Basically, you just need to post a picture of your face. Check out 14 boxcom to mess your money. Personal finance lessons and courses. Want to make money online? Learn the four steps to make money online in the description of this episode. Get a free stock worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood and linking a bank account. Automate your investing with Acorns and get a small amount of free Bitcoin by joining Coinbase and investing $100 into cryptocurrency. And we'll see you in future episodes. Feel free to hit the like button, subscribe for more money business news related content.